Narrow is the road. What does that mean? And why should we even worry about it? Why should we seek it out? Why are the, well, the experts offering us different solutions and the easy way out? Hi, I'm Josh Button. This is episode 34. Welcome back. And yeah, today on my mind is the road less traveled, the, you know, narrow path. And, you know, we have so many experts in the world that kind of offer us the easy way out. As long as we outsource and we go and take their advice and just do what we've been, you know, told and do what's laid out for us. There's a easy fix for almost everything. But what is the real cost at that? I think we've all come to realize and be aware that they can be quite devastating consequences when we're taking the advice of experts and their shortcuts. Let's be honest. The vaccine, excuse me, the vaccine program in itself, it didn't fix anything. It created a lot of problems. It created a lot of sick people. It hurt a lot of people. But that was the fix. That was the quick fix. That was the, well, the broad path. That's what people were instructed to do. We knew that the mask and all the other, well, baloney that they were pushing at the time, well, we should have known that it was baloney. We should have known that it was all nonsense. But the road less traveled during COVID was to not comply and to accept that the experts were wrong, feeding us misinformation, and, well, we're probably going to hurt a lot of people. And they did. And there was consequences for taking their advice. So when we're thinking about the road less traveled, the narrow path, specifically I'm going to talk to men, especially middle-aged and, and later, we go through different challenges in life. All of us are all of us are going to face them. All of us are going to have times of turmoil, times of disturbance in our peace and disturbance in our, well, and are just trying to survive. It's just inevitable. But what happens if we actually seek out challenges? What happens if we put ourselves in stressful environments and situations consistently? Well, I'm here to tell you in my experience, we become better to, suited to deal with them. That's one of the things I love the most about jujitsu. No matter who you are, if you walk through the doors of the academies that train Brazilian jiu-jitsu consistently, you will be put in uncomfortable situations over and over and over again until you learn how to deal with them. And it's never going to, there is no end of the road in dealing with those challenges. There is no end of the road in being put in situations where you have to breathe and really focus on what you can control and what you can establish defense-wise in most of these situations. So when we're looking at the experts and the world around us that has obviously led so many people astray, what are some of the things that we can do? What are some of the decisions that we can make and the choices that we have that can, well, lead us to A, the road less traveled, the narrow path, but also to dealing with turmoil and stress and uncertainty and the world as we know it actually at the moment. 
Well, for me, things that have worked out really well are engaging some discomfort. I create a routine. Creating a routine is not easy in itself. But you have to start with the things that you know you should be doing. Start with the things that you know will set you up for success more than failure every day. And then you create layer by layer a routine that you can, well, install and stick to and be consistent with. For me, one of the things that has served me so well, I've said it on here a dozen times, is breath work. Grounding, taking my shoes off, planting my feet on the soil or in the sand, and doing some breath work. Focusing on nothing more than breath. And when I'm going through the counts or the amount of breaths, inhales and exhales, really just being focused on just that, my breath. And if I must engage anything else, it's gratitude. Gratitude for the opportunity to sit there and let everything else just be. The stressors that you brought to that place you chose are non-existent. And sure, the thoughts of these things might pop up, but that's a good opportunity for you to redirect that and focus on your breath. It is life. Breath is life. And we can all breathe better. So we set up a, a consistent breathwork practice. And there's many different ways to do this. I have gone through many different waves and phases of how I do it, but one of the things that works for me, because I have a Belgian Malinois King, as you all know, and I take him to the park every morning, religiously, consistently, even if it's drizzling a little bit of rain, we get out there and we have a routine of exercise, a routine of training, a routine that we stick to because A, he has energy demands just like I do. And before I go train jujitsu, I'm taking him to fulfill his energy demands and, and to get some of that energy out and to, well, be a dog and have fun. So I'll sit out there every day. I'll do my breath work. I'll ground. And when those thoughts pop into my head about, oh, what I need to work on or what I want to do later in the day, things that I don't have, things that I do have, etc. Well, I dismiss them. And I remind myself to be completely in the moment and grateful for that opportunity because I have been born another day. I have another day to take charge and to really, A, be consistent with the things that are going to serve me, but to chase the things that are actually important in life, as opposed to all of these things that, you know, we get caught up in and distracted by. Because what is important in life, it's different to all of us for sure, but there are some fundamentals that I think we can agree on. Health. Health is wealth. You can have all the money in the world, but if your health is poor, then, well, I guarantee you, you will trade a lot of it to be healthy, to feel well, to be able to get out and adventure, to live life, truly live life, to have opportunities to take in this magnificent place that we are all well inhabiting. It's it's a prerequisite for freedom that we have discipline. And part of that is a good routine. So like I said, I'll start my days the same exact way before I go and train. And then I'll challenge myself with that jujitsu training every day. This month, I took on a new challenge. And really, it was because, A, I knew I was turning 45 at the end of the month. And I wanted to do something for myself to, you know, to 
analyze and interpret to, to do a fair assessment of where I was. Because we can all, we can all get these polluted ideas and uh, these thoughts of, you know, being in a place that we aren't quite there yet. And we can let down our guard a little bit and get comfortable when, you know, we are just living life and we're going day to day. And for me, it was really important to assess a, all of the time and activity and the training that I've put in and B, where I'm at health-wise as far as what my recovery is, what is possible in my recovery and where my recovery is at. So I was thinking about it and I was like, how am I going to do this? A, I've gone carnivore several times in the last podcast. I was just talking about why I went carnivore the first time. And the things that I've you know, learned over the, the matter of four or five years about what serves me as far as what I'm consuming and I know what serves me the, the absolute best is animal-based eggs, meat. Um, I love raw dairy. I drink milk. Uh, I'll have my coffees. I'm I'm not giving up coffee. I just choose to keep that, if you want to call it vice. Or some people say it's good for you. I know that there's lots of conflicting information on coffee. So I keep the coffee in my life. But I wanted to go animal-based this month and stick primarily to eggs, meat, um, that raw dairy cheese and really just keep a real clean diet, eat two meals usually a day because I was going to be doing some intense training. And for you guys that don't know, the norm for me is, uh, eating in a six hour window. And usually that would be a snack and a meal, not necessarily two full meals. But I also wanted to challenge myself with a rigorous training schedule just to see what I could, what I could do, how long I could keep up with, uh, well, the young bucks, how you, how long I could keep up, not to compare myself to them, but to a training schedule that pro fighters and young uh, jiu-jitsu practitioners are taking on. So for myself, that was going to be training twice a day at the academy where I'm at. And trust me, the academy I'm training at is no slouch. They have several competitors, several UFC fighters. They have a competition ready room. Anytime you walk in the door, you're never getting free rounds. It's, there are other gentlemen who aren't competing there, but for the most part, these are, well, they're athletes and they're individuals that are pushing themselves. So this room has always got, if you're ready for a challenge, it's always got one. That's for sure. But I wanted to train twice a day, Monday to Friday and once on Saturday and just see how long I could sustain it. Part of the challenge for myself, isn't going to jujitsu. It's slowing down. A taking only uh, not a moderate, but taking a, a safe approach to it. So I'm not going balls to the wall all the time. That's just impossible. Being consistent and being there, and not turning down the training opportunities. So it in my mind when I was going into it, I was thinking, oh, you know, maybe I'll. I'll go in and I'll train my regular mornings and I'll get, you know, three or four rolls in after, you know, technique and, and, uh, then at night I'll just go in and I'll, I'll drill and I'll just do techniques and kind of get the muscle memory aspect and take the new tips that I'm learning in a, in a nighttime class with a different professor and apply those to my game. But then sure enough, I get to the Academy the first night that I was training and wow, the nights were going to be really intense. We were doing positional sparring. 
um, mount escapes and back escapes, which if you don't know jujitsu, you're not familiar. It's putting yourself in a very bad place and it's putting yourself in a, in a place that you'll find yourself in, in competition or in sparring. So it's important to know how to defend yourself there. It's important to spend enough time in those positions that you will become, well, more comfortable in that position or less uncomfortable in that position. You should be able to know that you can defend yourself and escape those positions, even if it's going to be a struggle, a battle, and, well, take it out of you. The second no-gi class, I realized we were going to be doing the same thing. And now I'm talking about 25 minutes on one and 25 minutes on the other. So an hour of sparring from bad positions. And you're, A, working with a, a group or one-on-one, then you're putting the other person in that position, then they're putting you in that position. And vice versa. And you're switching off, on and off, and you need to escape. So I think that, that, that fundamentally, I just knew after a couple classes, all right, I'm not going to be able to control the output that I'm going to have at night. And don't question it. You're here. You got the opportunity. Just go for it. Let's see what happens. Let's see where it leads. Honestly, 10 days into the year, new year, I am absolutely, one, pleasantly surprised because, A, I thought my body would slow down quicker, but I'm also super grateful because I've picked up little nuances and um, learn things about myself in just a, a 10 days, just nine days of training. And I'm, I'm completely grateful for the opportunity. I've been pretty busy for the last six months, so helping out my, my parents, you know, renovating their house. And it's just been pretty demanding as far as time and energy. And we came to the point where it's almost over. We have little things to knock out. Um, and we'll do a couple little more big projects next month but i had the opportunity to take this month off from most other responsibilities you know i've got my normal stuff here the chickens the the dogs and and i have some other responsibilities that i take on but they're not physically demanding it's not long hours so i really wanted to challenge myself with this and i'm still working out still doing some pull-ups still doing work on a bar hanging upside down doing my foam rolling for recovery but i'm keeping this routine that i have in the morning and it's facilitating way more than I thought it would. And not comfortably. I don't I don't think I'm enjoying life if I'm comfortable and I'm not seeking some discomfort in some way. At this point, I'm as I'm as engaged with discomfort and this struggle and this training um methodology as much as I was hitting the bars when I was a happy hour guy or when I was, you know, kind of living for nothing but the party scene in the moment. So with this said, I'm analyzing and interpreting and I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking, wow, man, I never want to look back at the time that I wasn't doing stuff like this with regret. And I don't regret anything because everything that I did go through and that I have experienced has made me the person that I am today. But I was really, really seeing the, the areas in which I can be grateful for the journey and where it has brought me. There are just many things that, you know, that we take for granted that are setting us up for future chess moves that we're unaware of. I think when you become a seeker and you start to look for answers and you start to look for things in your own conditions, in your own life that you can improve, things that you can change, things, behaviors that you can challenge, habits that you can challenge, well, 
you 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 tend to you know bring the better of yourself out over and over and over and over and over and over again and i'm not here to i'm not bragging but i looked in the mirror the other day and as i'm writing in my morning i write in the journal in the morning as i'm writing it i just realized man you can ask so much more of yourself than you really thought you could not that long ago and it, and i've gone through this several times this epiphany that oh I really am capable of far more than I anticipated or I had previously thought. But also the thought process that led me into this month's challenge saying, oh, I'm going to be turning 45 at the end of the month. Well, I'm ready to throw that out the window. Fortunately, gratefully, thankfully, because it is just a number. And my experience up until this point has facilitated so many different ways that I can, well, take advantage of nuances and I can grow and I can ask more of myself and I'm smart enough and mature enough and experienced enough to rest, to actually put the energy into recovery, to taking care of myself, to sleeping well, and to being consistent with these things so that, well, I can keep after them and I can keep adding, so to speak. I've got a good foundation and I'm putting more and more blocks on. And as long as I stick with the things that I know that I've instilled for a reason and I'm consistent with them, then I'm going to be able to build, 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 build. That to me is the road less traveled. Now, once you set out this, I guess, this process, once you start to grow and you start to analyze and interpret yourself and your life and you start to add different things in and you develop the routines and you start to engage more conflict or engage more challenges, you should expect conflict. Expect it with the old you. Expect it with your past. Expect it with the friends and, you know, family members that know the old you. It's just inevitable. You will inevitably have challenges that you're not going to see coming up because as soon as you change, as soon as you start to dictate a higher level of existence, a higher vibration, if you will, well, not everybody's going to be ready for that. And not all of you is going to be ready to give up the things that were kind of weighing you down and the things that were holding you back. But I promise you this, when you double down on that resolve, when you double down on, I am set and my intention is set on moving forward, even if that means stripping away these things and these chains and this bondage that was keeping me somewhere I no longer want to be, I promise you it is rewarding. It is rewarding in so many different ways and on so many different levels. You will come to just conscious, rational conclusions over and over again about, well, how far you've come and how much better off you are and what more you can do and what more you'll want to do. There is so much to accomplish out there, and we are truly limitless. We are boundless. When we put our minds to it and we put our, our plan together, our action behind it, and our resolve, and we stick with it, what we can do is unfathomable to our old selves. It's unfathomable to our present selves. Just keep going. I know there's a lot of goals that I've set for myself and things that I want to do and I want to accomplish. And I have a rough, vague idea of the end game for 
a lot of the things I'm engaging right now. But with that said, there really is no end game once I start putting these additional blocks upon my foundation, because I will be able to expand on those as well. And that, my friends, is beautiful. That is life. That is the road less traveled, the narrow path. It's worked so well for me that I can't help but share it and I can't help but seek out people that are doing the same. And I'm I'm all for helping anybody and everybody that, that is open to it or is ready for it or wants to, well, subscribe to it. But I'm also really seeking out the people that have already proven that they're on that path. And the jujitsu community is another great example for a place and places you will find people that are like-minded and have set out to find and to seek and to travel the load, the narrow path, the road less traveled. Trust me on this one. If you surround yourselves with people like that, you can't help but, well, absorb some of the energy there and, and have, I saw a post earlier, somebody was talking about it as a tribe, have members in your tribe that are well, seeking the same growth you are and are consistently asking more of themselves so that you can consistently ask more of yourself and you can together ask more of yourselves collectively. He also said in this post, life, uh, no man is an island. And I agree, lone wolves do not accomplish what you can with a community, what you can with a good tribe. And I'm glad I saw that post. My professor actually sent it to me. Um, because I was already thinking about this, this podcast today and, uh, what I'm doing tomorrow and, and some content that I'm putting together for YouTube and, and, a trailer video that I've been working on. And it all kind of just, it's all just building up a whirlwind of the same ideas, the same principles, the same, well, the same fundamentals that we ask more of ourselves, we continue down that path, we set the routines, we, we set this thing in motion, this thing of progress, and there is limitless possibilities of what we can accomplish. That's where my thoughts at for today, guys. And uh, yeah, I'm stoked to interview a buddy of mine uh, tomorrow, I believe, if not the next day, and uh, this YouTube trailer and some content that I'm going to put over there a little more visually informative and maybe appealing to viewers that aren't necessarily into watching this talking head for 20, 30 minutes <laughs> times, however many episodes we get through. Thanks for being here. I am truly grateful for all of you on this journey. If you could on, if you're on YouTube, please like, and subscribe. That really helps the channel, helps me build that channel and expand into the content on that uh, platform. If you're listening on another platform and you are a podcast listener, thank you all for the support. Please give me feedback. Let me know what your where your thoughts are. If you have any questions for me, if you have anything you want me to cover, if you have, well, a direction that you think we could maybe discover something new and, and build something new out of the ideas that we've shared here, well, please. Give it to me. I'm all open-armed and grateful for any and every comment and feedback. Anyways, thanks for joining me. This was episode 34, Narrow is the Road. 
I'm Josh Button. You guys have a great day.